Hello, and welcome to the Social Recruiting Show. We have a bit of a different show today. Katrina is off on top, top secret business we cannot discuss, but I'm sure she's having a blast. Um, and so we have Glenn Martin, who has been very kind to co-host today. Thanks so much for joining us from Instandia. Is that correct, Glenn? That's it, yeah. New gig that we've talked about. Yeah. Actually, all three of us have some exciting new gigs. Um, oh, Steve McDonald totally. is joining us today. Um, and let's start with that, Stephen. Can you tell us about your new thing? My brand new gig is Video My Job. Uh, Video My Job are based in Melbourne in Australia. And uh, bizarrely, Video My Job, well, I say bizarrely, they're doing the coolest thing. But the bizarre thing is, is that I only, I only found out about Video My Job uh, at, the, at the turn of last year. <laughs> When I should have known all along, it turns out that lots of people have known all along that tech was there, and the people are really cool, and the product is amazing, and uh, and it's, it's the bizarrest thing that I didn't realize until, well, as I say, the turn of the year. So uh, it's the coolest new gig, uh, and and I love gadgets. Everything about me is about gadgets and tools and ways to do things and video, uh, and it could not be more perfect. So bang on. Yeah, I heard about them oh, at least a year ago or more. Um, they've been at a couple conferences I've been at. Kristen's usually there. She's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I was blown away definitely with uh, yeah. the product. And I always talk about video and how important it is. So for me, it was just a no-brainer, really cool product. Well, I think the largest part of that is that Kristen spent a whole load of time, I think almost entirely last year in the States, yeah. being at all the events and so on and being very visible. Uh, and obviously, they're very well known in Australia. Uh, but my job now is to roll out the company in the UK and Europe. Uh, and, and obviously, that's why it was quiet in the UK and Europe, because there wasn't someone here to do that. So now I'm now in the time zone doing exactly that. So lots of travel? Uh, well, there will be to an extent. Well, actually, actually the, the biggest bit of travel was uh, when, when speaking to Kristen about the job, she said, look, Okay, you, you're the guy for us, but there is one thing. There is one thing I have to warn you. Uh -oh, there is one thing. <laughs> it's this, the big catch was, uh, look, it's the middle of winter in Britain. You're going to have to come to Melbourne for a fortnight. Uh, oh. And by the end of that call, I was halfway packed. And that, that was on the Friday, and I flew on the Monday. So uh, it was it was all, you know, very, very quick. It was, it was amazing. That sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. It was great. I went swimming with the dolphins. Uh, I stayed at a friend's beach house, uh, and uh, Melbourne was spectacular. Really cool place. So this is a kind of promo, Stephen. When and where are we going to be seeing you kind of talking about this fantastic proposition in the UK? What conferences and events are you uh, going to? Well, I've been at a number of expos recently in London. We did Unleash. We did uh, 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 True London. And uh, last week, I did Reconverse. I will be appearing at the firm events. Uh, I will be doing more Reconverse events, uh, and, uh, I, and, and frankly, anywhere where there's an opening of an envelope, I'll be trying to make a noise about very my job. Uh, cool. But uh, uh, it's, it's no hard task, I have to say. It's, it's the sort of thing that I would be going on about anyway, so uh, it kind of comes natural. How was cool. Unleash? I saw you did some awesome videos with China and a bunch of the speakers. How mm. was the event overall? I've heard great things. Unleash was great. I, I love the event. I love the format. Uh, it's always slightly different each year. Uh, the speakers, I think, this year were better than last year. Uh, China's an absolute darling. Uh, China is, uh, she's recruitment royalty. Uh, so mm -hmm. China's always good. And, uh, and she's a great interviewee. Uh, often you find that recruiters, when you interview them, they clam up. They don't know what to say. They, 
they're not comfortable talking about themselves, unlike me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> China was uh, absolutely perfect. Uh, and the event itself was really good. We had some amazing leads, some big brands uh, who we demoed then and we've subsequently followed up with. Uh, so we, we hope for some huge news in terms of tying up clients, big name clients in the next few weeks. Right. And you already have quite a few big name clients, right? Even in the States, I think so. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the, the clients that would be visible in the UK would be the likes of uh, uh, Siemens, GlaxoSmithKline, GSK, uh, Hayes, and Robert Walters, uh, and uh, there's a large delivery company called Yodel. Uh, anytime you get uh, deliveries yeah. from Amazon, usually it's Yodel uh, that are mm -hmm. doing that. Uh, and there's a number of other people that, that should fall into place just shortly. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. It's going really well. Yeah. So to the subject of the show, order. Yeah, video. You're in, you're in charge, Audrey. It's your show. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, so should we talk about jumping the job descriptions? I mean, everybody knows they stink now. I don't think we even need to discuss how much they stink now with the text for days, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so as an old, old, old recruiter, I remember back in the days when, when you would put lineage adverts in, in the, the local newspaper. And, of course, every line that you took cost more money. So the advert had to be very short because you couldn't spend all that, that money on online. So a, a typical recruitment agent would put five or six lineage adverts a week that cost maybe £60 each. So you'd be spending, say, £300-£360 a week on lineage adverts. And uh, the, more, the more space you took, the more it cost. But on job boards now, when you post the vacancy, you're almost unlimited, unlimited in the amount of text that you can put in, uh, which is good from one perspective, but terrible in another, because you know when you see an HR job spec and it just goes on and on and on, and it just tells you all the things that they want. Uh, well, people can just copy and paste that. They don't need to disseminate that information. They don't need to boil it down. And they don't usually don't feel the need to put any words of encouragement in there to, to, to tempt candidates to apply. They just say, this is what we want. If you don't have this, we're not interested. Uh, and all of the things that, that would rule out a candidate. But when a candidate looks at a really long job spec on a job board, they look at the job title, they look at the location, they look at the salary, they may skim a little bit the content, but they're not they're not reading any of it. Uh, they're not understanding any of it, which, which of course means that you'll get, as you always do do, you get lots of irrelevant applications. People just apply for everything. And you've got lots of the, the passive or soft candidates uh, who might or might not be interested, they're not seeing enough to, to pull them in. Uh, so they're just not applying. So text adverts as the first point of call when you're trying to attract candidates, uh, the, it's, it's the law of diminishing returns. They're not working anymore. People are not reading them. And whenever you, the biggest source of traffic to recruitment websites, uh, whether it be your own website or job boards, is alerts that come to people's email. And when you get an alert on one of these, uh, you open it on your phone, it opens up a browser on your phone, and if it's just a, a big page of tiny text, you're not going to read it. You, it's not possible to read it, you know, and you've got other things to be doing with your life. So text adverts just do not work uh, to the same degree on mobile phones. I'm not saying they're completely dead. What I'm saying, though, is that if you're thinking about how people want to consume information, then it's got to be video first. Uh, we have an interesting tool that shows uh, when candidates, it's like a, uh, hot, what do you call it? Hot, no, heat, heat map. So you can yep. see like where, and it's hilarious because you can see them just skim straight down and hit apply. <laughs> or you can see the people that do read the text. But I think yeah. the copy and paste thing is the key. I think that's been like the death of 
every job description, like a hiring manager says, okay, we'll just use the last one, copy and paste it. So I think there's a, that's part of the problem, but then I think that just too much text, nobody has time to read all that rubbish and it's too much and not needed. But what you, once you have a candidate interested and they've, they've made a note of interest, by all means, give them more information. Yes. By all, you know who they are, you know where they are, you've got their email address, send them all that information. Uh, you know, fill them in on everything that you can do. But uh, when you want to tempt someone to, to work for your organization, then a black and white text advert is just not going to cut it. If you've got the ability to show the work environment, you know, the place they're going to be working with their team members, uh, maybe the, the hiring manager is speaking directly on screen, talking about the job and how important it is to them. Then whoever's looking at the video can envisage themselves working in that place. They've got an insight behind the scenes. They can think, yeah, I could work there. I could work for that. That that woman looks looks like a you know great boss. Uh, so when you see all that and you see all the micro gestures on their faces, then you understand much more than you would by reading pages and pages of uh, black text on a white screen. What do you think about tools like Textio though that are trying to improve the quality of job text only job ads? So actually trying to make them more concise, snappy, appealing to a wider audience. Yeah. Uh, Textio was brilliant. When I saw Textio initially, I thought, geez, I, wonder, I wish I could have this embedded into my Microsoft Word so yeah. that, uh, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was a prompter for, you know, everything that I'm doing. I don't need help with my grammar. Thank you very much. I don't need any help. I do. <laughs> but uh, if, uh, if, if there were ways in which it said, well, you know, if you rephrase this in this way, then that would work. That would be more understandable. Yeah. Uh, that would be great. But I have to say that Textio... Uh, as, as a tool, when you think about it from a, a text job advert point of view, it's kind of being superseded by the fact that uh, people aren't reading the bloody job advert in the first place. A better, well-written job advert is always going to be good. It's always better than a bad one. Mm. But if they're not reading it, they're not reading it, whether it's well-written or, or not well-written. So to, I have to say, unless unless Textio does something else, uh, mm. then you could see that, that what they do could be superseded to an extent. Mm. Do you think that um, kind of LinkedIn as well, perhaps with the one click apply has mm. almost promoted this apply quick, scan the job quick, get your application in quickly. And then yeah. if you look at some of the stats, it says be one of the first 20 to apply, 30 to apply. So they're trying to channel more applications. Which yeah. yeah. So you get a cross section of people that are kind of going, yeah, I'm just going to apply. Job title, yeah. salary, location looks okay, yeah. bang. Well, if you go, let's go back to the movies. Uh, if we have, do you know the movie on the waterfront? And you had Marlon Brando and all the guys looking for a job. And they, so they get to the docks early in the morning, and the first one they have got the job. Mm. That's no longer the, the being the first to apply doesn't mean that you're going to get the job or that you're ahead of everyone else. Mm. You don't want to be the last to apply, of course, but uh, they're all going into the same pot. So uh, that kind of you know apply now before this job's run out. Well, that's just ridiculous. But, yeah, that's what I mean. It's encouraging bad behaviours, right? But the, the thing the thing is, is I, if I had a mind to, I could apply for 400 jobs before lunch. Uh, it, it's easy to do. Uh, but, you know, and, and you can try and dissuade candidates as much as you can to, to do that. But the best way I've found to do exactly that is, is when you've got video, then candidates much more accurately self-select themselves for or not for that job. So irrelevant candidates or candidates who see that it's clearly not for them are less likely to apply, uh, which obviously means that those who do are going to be, you know, the caliber is going to be higher. But also the people who are passive candidates, soft candidates, 
who were thinking mm, maybe maybe not when they see the environment and the person and so on then then they're much more likely to apply than seeing a cold dry square hr job spec pasted into a, a job board uh, so when you so katrina always talks about you know be human that's uh, that's katrina's thing so i if i was going to have something and talk about it in this i would say rehumanize the, the the hiring process and if you rehumanize the hiring process it means putting people back into them there was a period of maybe 10 15 years where recruitment consultants stopped interviewing candidates face to face and then they were able to do it again with skype and you know google hangouts and so on uh, and that was rehumanizing the, the the recruitment process <clears throat> if you can do it on job adverts then so much the better yeah you made a good point too that in the videos they're all talking about the company and what you're going to get versus a lot of these text ads are this is what we need this is the requirements this is what we, it's all about what we need in the in the videos it sounds like you're sharing more about what you get well let's face it candidates when they're looking at any advert for uh, you know for, for for a job then they're thinking what's in it for me why should i apply uh there will be some who'll apply to everything but put them to one side uh why should i bother applying and if you actively encourage them and say, look, look, we want you. We, we, you know, we, this is the sort of thing that we do. This is the, the work that you'd be doing. Uh, these are the people that you'd be working with. This is the environment you'd be working in. We think you would be a great fit here. This is this. The, these are examples of the people who work here. And if you're like us, if you're this kind of person, we really want to do you. Uh, so, actively encouraging uh, people to apply from a human point of view is much better than saying we have a, a pool table and a foosball and a and you know bags. Mm -hmm. uh, let them know that they'll they'll be welcome to come and work here and they'll fit in. Uh, let them know that it's, it's a place that they could they could go easily without having a, a big hiccup in their career, having to get used to you know fitting into a new environment. A question for you, Stephen, then. In terms of kind of utilisation of videos for the job ads, does yeah. a company have to be at a certain kind of level of kind of maturity in terms of understanding their environment, their culture, and how they're going to present themselves before video is actually going to be effective? Or do you think they can use video to kind of develop that picture? Well, so people often talk about company culture. Oh, you, what you want to do is get your company culture, this, that, and the other. The truth is that you have a company culture, whether you like it or not. It just is. If if I was a self-employed person and had a, my own business, then the personality of the company would be my personality because there are no other members of staff. As soon as I hire someone else, then the the culture is an aggregate of all the personalities that are interacting in that organization. And you might even have you know different cultures within different departments in the company uh, and that happens so uh, whenever someone comes in whenever someone leaves that affects the environment the cultural bias and so on uh, so when it comes to thinking about well can I advertise with video does my company have a, a personality well the first thing you need to do is be aware of what it is uh, and any any company worth the salt will be thinking well what is our culture? You know, what, what are we here for? What's the purpose of the company? Uh, how do we, wh why do we all show up on a Monday morning uh, or a Friday night or whenever we're, we're, we're working? You need to know what your environment is because otherwise, how are you going to attract people to come to it? You know, yeah. and, and it's not a difficult thing to 